The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3383. Today we're continuing our series of looks back at the Ahsoka series and things we learned about various characters and so forth. This time it's not a character so much as an organization. We're looking at what we learned about the New Republic. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the New Republic, back when we first were introduced to the concept of that in live action storytelling, it was 9 ABY, so five years after the Battle of Yavin. And the Mandalorian thinks of the New Republic as a joke. Over the course of the Mandalorian, we saw it you have its moments as an effective organization, but really a lot of what was happening was with you know sort of firebrands and mavericks who were going off <laughs> the normal book of business, as it were, to get things done. Well, we got another look at the New Republic during the course of the Ahsoka series from a couple of different perspectives. One from the New Republic Defense Fleet perspective, which is actively on patrol for stuff, but apparently is not necessarily looking for any kinds of fights, and there are people in power who don't want them to find any kind of fights, and are suggesting that the people of the galaxy have no stomach for war, and just want to see you know peace, no matter what it takes to achieve peace, even if that means appeasement, which of course, as we all know, is never a good thing, and doesn't really lead to peace for very long. But with people like Harrison Dula in in high levels of command in the New Republic Defense Fleet and Hera being somebody who has been through the wars and takes everything very seriously, doesn't necessarily have any stomach for war herself, but certainly knows that it may be required in the face of the dangers that confront them. Yeah, it's good to know that somebody like Hera is up in the top you know, layers of command for the fleet. That definitely bodes well for the New Republic being able to respond to a crisis when it happens. But that senatorial committee? Uh, yeah, not so much. And certainly Mon Mothma appears to be in charge of it, or at least, you know, kind of like gently at the helm of it. <laughs> She's not a dictator by any stretch of the imagination. She's trying to let democracy play out, and she certainly has a way that she views the galaxy. I imagine that her experience as a rebel also shapes that as well. But there are some very strident voices on that committee, particularly Senator Ziono, who definitely don't see things the way that she does and the way that Hera does and are dangerous ultimately for the galaxy. There's an irony, of course, in this because Senator Ziono is the father of Kaz Ziono, who is the hero of Star Wars Resistance, that animated series that went on for two seasons, and they mounted a resistance to the First Order in that show. So Kaz may have learned the things that his father didn't learn about appeasement and you know what that meant in regard to the First Order for his particular generation's fight. And I have to say, there's a part of me that wondered about Senator Ziono if it was possible that he was 
you know, receiving money or somehow being blackmailed or otherwise in the employ of agents of the empire. And that's why he is being so resistant to the idea of Thrawn coming back, of preparing for any kind of imperial remnant incursion or anything of that nature. I just, yeah, you know, stories like that happen all the time in our storytelling. And I you know, felt like, okay, yes, it could go that way. But I really don't see that happening. I feel like you can't make Senator Ziono a complete traitor, basically. And I don't think it holds up necessarily to how we see him, you know, when we see him briefly in Star Wars Resistance. I think ultimately he is just somebody who is on the wrong side of history on this one and not necessarily out of any ill intentions or anything like that. I think his intentions really are good. They're just ultimately misguided, unfortunately. And yeah, what do you do with that, right? It also appears like he has some sway on that committee too. So yeah, he's in a dangerous position. And, you know, with all the winking and nodding about, I don't know if there's going to be a season two of the Ahsoka series, but fingers crossed, we hope so. Like, there definitely has to be a season two based on what happened at the end of season one. And I hope they bring back Senator Ziono because he's definitely a you know, firebrand opposition character to Mon Mothma. And I think the dynamic between the two of them is great. And it gives somebody to, you know, for Mon Mothma to challenge and to challenge Mon Mothma. And I think that's definitely a good thing for drama and conflict as the show goes on. So ultimately, the picture of the New Republic that we get in the Ahsoka series is building off the picture that we've been given in The Mandalorian's three seasons where, yeah, they are effectual to a point, but stretched past their limits and war-weary even, you know, six years down the road from the events of Return of the Jedi, but, you know, five years from the Battle of Jakku and they've probably fought an Imperial Remnant or two here and there as well. But there's a lot of pressure for there not to be any more war, even in spite of the fact that there are tremendous threats still lurking in the galaxy. And that's what I've got for you on today's episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.